0: So yesterday, I talked about uh, building up the foundation. And I mentioned the four thoughts which turn your mind away from samsara. I mentioned buddhichitta. I mentioned shamatha practice. And then lastly, I mentioned um, uh, what is called accumulating merit, which uh, I translate or which I describe as this process of healing. So, uh, decreasing your inner tension through healing work. And then also uh, to lift up your vitality through through joy, through generosity. And then uh, lastly, I I mentioned ethics. So all some of those uh f- foundational practices they are meant to make us passionate about liberation so they meant they meant they are meant to for us to understand that we that we are unnecessarily struggling you know, they point to the basic unsatisfactoriness of a mind. Which distorts reality. So part of this foundational practices is actually giving us the the passion to um, to work with these teachings on emptiness. Another part is um, you establish habits so that in In the experience of emptiness, which has different levels, there can be a period of crisis, a a period of destabilization. Because that, what you relied before upon, the ground which you would stand on, is taken away. So it can be a, a bit of a disturbing time, where some people fuck up their life. Because uh, you know, if if uh, habits of not harming yourself and others are not established, if habits of uh, of the altruistic intention is not established, uh, they, then uh, then this this period of destabilization can make you act in ways in, in you regret after. It's like someone who has established a habit of running every morning. So, if that person falls into a time of depression, out of certain reasons, then, most likely, what well, the danger is that that person gives up the running. But actually, it would be the best to continue to run. She does not feel like that. But because she has just the habit... First thing in the morning, I go running, no matter what. Then that that good habit, that healthy habit, will continue and will help that person to carry her through the time of depression. So similar, if you have a strong uh, habit of buddhi buddhicitta, then coming to points in this exploration of Emptiness, you know, okay, there is no sent, there is no sentient beings. There is no Buddha. There is no I. So why should I save sentient beings? So a strong, a strong, uh, habit of bodhicitta will carry you through that. It's a mistaken view, but, um, it arises it, 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 when we, when we go into the emptiness teaching. And then you might get stuck there for a long time. Premature emptiness realization. So one thing I didn't mention uh, yesterday, which I want to add, coming from the Tibetan tradition, and that is a healthy relationship to a spiritual teacher. So in the Tibetan tradition, this is like a crucial factor of course, there is. Uh, you can you can go into the intellectual understanding uh, by listening to kind of to a teaching, like as if it's a philosophy. Like the Buddhist teacher is a philosophy teacher. That's that's possible. But then to go uh, to uh, to lean into um, a taste of emptiness, you need to have some trust. No, the way you're, you're thinking right now is not working. But it's what you rely upon. And, and you trust that. So how, how can you go into the unknown land? How can you make a step into that which you don't know yet? And leaving the little safety of the miserable thinking behind. So you need to have some, you know. You you need to probably, and that's what they say in the Tibetan tradition. You need to empower someone who kind of where you where you, you know you check, and you start to trust that person, and then you then you come always into. Into areas of the teachings where your thinking is challenged, so you get upset, you get defensive, you argue. But that that keeps you locked in your miserable thinking. That thinking which does not work. You now sometimes people come to, come to teachings, uh, you know, they just want to be be confirmed in what they think, and I think always what a waste of money. Are you coming here listening just to be confirmed in what you already know? It's like uh no, then they say, Oh, he's such a wonderful teacher. He's saying exactly what I already know. <laughs> yeah? No. I don't go to these teachers. I go to the ones who challenge me, where I get a bit huh? Wow, is he, is he a, a fraud? Is he a charlatan? Is he like <laughs> is he a magician? Is he uh, so? You know, there, there I want to go because I want to expand, and and that's scary for us. I like to see the process as perfect in, in the way that the, the the places where I where I get. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so that's. I mean, healing has its has it takes the time. Takes. The time. Yes. You can rush it. Can't no, no. You yes, you can rush it. Okay. Yes. Yes, uh, you. So, in in the sense that, you uh, no, some people when they come to that place which you just described, they see it as a sign to leave. Well they see it as a sign to be smarter than that. Yeah. But I That's see it like I, I can't rush it. I I walk this path but and still and still I have to do all the work mm-hmm. on the on the path. I still have to I still have to when I react or get the chance, mm-hmm. so I have to take care of it. I mean in that sense I can't rush it. I have to take mm-hmm. care of what rises. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. But If you empower a person and you trust that person, that helps you to lean a bit into that which you are uh, reactive to. Because you say, okay, this is my response, this is my thoughts about it. Maybe I'm mistaken so the 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 the, rela- the relation you no know, and it is completely up to you i mean you choose whom you want to empower Yes. what do you mean by empower empower is uh i empower lama sopa to be for me the door to the realization of emptiness. So when he teaches emptiness, I I open myself to that. Even if there's a lot of yeah but and so and, and this and example but I, I kind of I I take it I take it very serious what he says. I trust him. I don't try to be right. What? what I don't it? try to be right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I let go a bit of my defense mechanism, yeah. and then there's. This is like you're welcome. You're welcome. You welcome. welcome more than you would usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah but it's not blind faith because uh in a relationship to uh, a teacher like Rama Sopa, you of course you you check up those things you can check, check up so you 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 start to have uh you start to have experiences that there's some validity in his teachings through your own experience through your own checking so, and based on that, it's a bit like, okay, he was right there. I checked that because I followed his advice and and or his uh, his suggestion of thought transformation. Or you know, so one example is you no know, the nine stages of shamatha. So you get teachings on that. So then you start you start the training. You get to the fifth stage, and you realize. Yeah, it's exactly how they describe it. I can't check yet the fifth stage, but since the first four stages I can uh, confirm through my own experience, let's give it a shot. Maybe what they say about the fifth stage is also reliable. So similar to the emptiness teachings. So... That which you can check, for example, now with the sound, we can easily check that we have choice. Either we can be in war with the sound or we can be at peace with the sound. So now, that's the checking. But what is with climate change? Yeah. So, it's good to, uh, to um, kind of start with little things, make little steps, with little problems. And then if you notice, wow, yeah, I have choice how I relate to what is called a problem. And then you go to a bigger one. And then you go to climate change. Don't start with climate change. You know, that's what people always do. Like when I, say, when I talk about karma and, and emptiness, you know, the first thing people say, yeah, but the Jews in the concentration camps. No, start with your neighbor. Don't go to the Jews in the concentration camp. That, that's for the advance. Start with your neighbor. Start to see that your neighbor is seen by the other neighbor as a good neighbor, and by you he is an asshole. So there you, there you start. And then you don't go for perfect peace. You, you go for that which is possible for you, for a bit more space, for a, for a bit, for a bit lightness in the situation. Did you talk with them? No. Okay. There was nobody there to talk. No. <laughs> there was nobody there. I even knocked at the door downstairs. This, ah, of course, yeah. they couldn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have taken out the sword. <laughs> okay. Maybe we can stand up for all of us and say for uh-huh. some people here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, on your piece of paper. Um, which you mm-hmm. probably printed out at home and brought. <laughs> I have uh, some co- copies here, but I will give it to you. Uh, uh, just wait a moment. Because on the on this, is uh, on the first, you know, these are the firsts I want to say something about. Uh, yesterday, I've already noticed the second first is missing. And then I thought, why did I? Why did I? Didn't put it there? And then I was looking at the first and thinking, why? Why? And then realized it's just a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) So the second verse should be on this page. So the second verse is about the two truths. So. Relative and absolute, these, the two, the two truths, are declared to be. The absolute is not within the reach of intellect, for intellect is grounded in the relative. So relative and absolute, these, the two truths, are declared to be. The absolute is not within the reach of intellect, for intellect is grounded in the relative. So this is the teachings on the two truth. So the way I will now explain my understanding of the two truth is in accordance with the Madhyamika Prasangika, so the school Shantideva holds, or the view. The other Buddhist schools, they have different definitions of Two truth. You, you must talk louder. Okay. <laughs> so the 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 way I will try to explain or share my understanding of the two truth with you will be in accordance with the Madhyamika Prazamika. That's one of the things I can't talk about because this is something I would need to to restudy. What do the other schools say about the two truths? So they, they are called, they have different names, different translators, uh, translated different. They are called conventional truth and absolute truth, or relative truth and ultimate truth. So these, these two truths, they are two different ways to look at the phenomena. So they are not really like two separate things yeah? so they are two different two different ways to look at a, at any phenomenon feeling sound person it doesn't matter for conventional truth or relative truth it's called I prefer to use Alex Burson's translation, and he uh, uses the word superficial truth. A slightly even better term would be something like deceptive truth, mistaken truth. Because if you use relative truth, the word relative truth or conventional truth, many people use it like, as a way to escape into, yeah, there's emptiness, but relatively things exist. Conventionally, things exist. So they use it as, uh, as a way to, uh, kind of go back into our normal way to see things, and that is things exist in the way they appear to us. So that's why it's good to use something like superficial truth or deceptive truth. So what, uh, what the teachings say is, this moment does not exist in the way it appears to you. This is very radical. You should get scared by that statement. Because what what that means is whatever you relied upon so far is mistaken. You're wrong, not 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 bad in that sense, but you're you're mistaken. This moment does not exist in the way it appears to you. It isn't, and because we believe that it exists in the way it appears to us, we struggle. We suffer. We become mean. We become jealous. So, so here, you no, know, that could be an example of, uh, in order to go forward a bit, and relax your defensiveness towards. Yeah, but this is the world, and here's me. not something no there's a real world out there i am looking at the real objective world out there so that that's our sense